Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali. We are on episode number 51, and today is a guest episode. And I'm so excited for this episode, and you'll hear in a few minutes why. This episode, if you have ever wished you had a life manual, (laughs) if you knew, oh, these are my gifts, this is what I'm here for, this is my my true essence, this is what I'm here on this planet to do, then this episode is going to blow your mind. This episode is all about something called human design. It is what I call as your life manual, (laughs) your life manual that tells you what you are. I don't like to box anybody in, but this gives you a sense of what are you here to do? What is your true essence? How can you utilize your gifts to create what you're here to create? It's really incredible. You know, when I had my kids, I often wished <laughs> that I was given a manual to know how to raise children. I've never done it, so it was a little daunting in the beginning. But this but this with human design, what it has helped me do whether it comes to parenting or with my clients or with my own self, it has helped me see what is what is the what is the essence of this person? What are, what is who are you without all the baggage that we accumulate in our lifetime? And as you hear this episode, I invite you first of all to look at the show notes and find your human design if you haven't already found yours so you can follow along with our amazing guest, Charlie, who is going to be leading us through how to understand your chart. So definitely go in and download your human design. It is free. It's available for anyone. It might look a little like an alien language to you as you see it. But trust me, as you follow along and as you as you underst- as you discover what your design is, it'll make a lot more sense. And most importantly, in the show notes, I also have linked Charlie's profile. And so you can, if you want to get a detailed reading, you can absolutely go ahead and do that as well. So without any further delay, here is Charlie McGinnis for you guys. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation, and now I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. So welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. We have an amazing, amazing guest today, Charlie McGinnis. And I'm going to let Charlie introduce himself. But what I am so excited about is I found Charlie <laughs> on the beautiful world of Instagram. I just found and and I, as we're talking in this podcast episode, I'm actually going to invite you all to just tune into our energies because 
Charlie's energy is what really drew me to him. And I just went, I would say, I'm going to put in code stalking. And then I was like, yes, I need Charlie on this podcast episode because Charlie has some amazing gifts to share with us. And I will let Charlie introduce, but what we're going to be talking about today is is something called the human design. And human design is something even I use with my clients in coaching. And I'm really interested in diving deep with Charlie around human design. So Charlie, welcome, welcome. So feel free to introduce yourself. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Padma. It's a pleasure to be here on this video as well as your podcast. I'm really excited to, uh, to be here. And how would I introduce myself? I've been into human design for about seven years now. But before that, I was heavily involved in meditation, yoga, um, fasting, different healing modalities. And now I'm very drawn to, I work with human design, I work a bit with astrology, but also somatic work and healing and retreats as well here in Southern California. Oh, beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about how you integrate all that to bring transformation to your clients? That's a big puzzle. Um, <laughs> that is a big puzzle. It depends if it's a human design reading. It depends if it's an online program or if it's in retreat format. Um, in retreat settings, we work a lot with the subtlety of the nervous system. And at times we will introduce um, herbs or plant medicine as well into the field. And it often the healings can go quite deep in terms of like birth trauma, ancestral trauma, um, stuff with our parents and all these things. So I bring it all together, but human design specifically gives us that framework. The best way that I like to put it is like it's a life manual. So we were never given a life manual. We come into this world thinking and but not really feeling like we're the same as everyone else, but thinking, well, I should be the same. Like I'm looking at everyone else, everyone else is doing this. I should do the same human design by knowing your birth date, your time and location, which anyone can get their free human design chart on a couple of websites. For example, there's a website called uh, mybodygraph.com or jovianarchive.com. And you can find out your specific type and then you'll also see a graph which is known as a human design body graph and there's nine different centers and when you start to unlock and decode the information in this body graph which takes into consideration the planetary alignments so we were just talking about before this podcast we were having a quick talk and we're talking about the new moon And everyone can agree that the moon impacts the ocean. High tide, low tide, it impacts women's cycles as well. We're 70% water. If the moon impacts the ocean, it's going to impact us as well. So this is a very small planetary body, the moon. Now we've got larger bodies as well, like Saturn and Jupiter and these things, which have a huge impact on the software how our mind functions, how our body functions, how our creativity, how best to interact with life, our energy systems. It gets very in-depth. 
But just knowing the basics of human design for me personally and for other people that I've seen gives you such an insight into how you can better function in this world and bring more flow and joy, which is what everyone's looking for. And there's a system that is there for everyone that can, it's like a, it's like a roadmap. It's like the yellow brick road. It's like, this is who you are. This is how you get to your truth and just take step by step. So it's like a life manual. So it's quite a profound system, I'd say. Yeah, and that's what I discovered. And you know, for, for all the listeners, I would actually invite you all to go in and look up your chart right now. On You can pause this episode and look it up because it's very helpful to follow along as you just talk about the graph. It's, um, the, the, I'll include the links in the show notes. What I found really helpful was how liberating it was to know my human design, because exactly what you said, Charlie, like that, that whole sense of, oh, this is why I have been the way I am. And I don't need to fit into the mold that society has for me. Yeah. It was so liberating. Yeah, and, and I think that's what you're referring to. Like, we don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So you mentioned, and I know that you're a splenic projector. So this is just a type, you know, a projector um, as people who are listening, maybe downloading their chart. Now there's different types. So you will see somewhere on the chart that you might be a generator or there's a slight divergence of that known as a manifesting generator. There's also the different type of manifester, a projector and a reflector. So there's four main types and then manifesting uh, generators and manifesting generators are like brother, sister sort of things, but there's four main types. So you being a projector, that's 20% of the population. And then knowing that you're a splenic projector, that puts you maybe within um, three or 4% of the population. So once you know that you're like, oh, okay, I'm in this little group. Let me find out what I need to do and who I am. And then it's like, oh, and the reason why you felt so probably comforted and what was the word you used? You used um, liberating. Liberating. It was like, ah, because it's like, it's literally just reflecting back who you already know you are, but it's giving you the, the freedom and the confidence rather than you trying to be like the other 96% of the population, which isn't you. And you're like, but I feel like I'm more like that but I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm not feeling that in alignment. And then it's like, oh, I can just be me and this is me. Oh, wow, I've known this most of my life. I know, like in your case, you've known that you're here to guide people, you're here to lead people, you have wisdom, you have knowledge. These are all projector things that you don't want to work in nine to five, that you don't want to get burnt out, that if you do and you push yourself too far, you'll get sick, that... We have to wait for the right timing. All these things, intuition specifically for you. And once you start to put all that together, you're like, yeah, this is me. And I can just live now in alignment. And when we do that, huge success comes to us when we're living in alignment. So that makes total sense that you felt liberated. Yeah, the alignment piece, right? And that's what I see even with my clients when we can walk through that, when we can really see, okay, this is what you're meant to do. A lot of my clients tend to be generators or manifesting generators, which is not, I mean, it's, it makes sense that those 
they're the ones who come to me. Yeah. And it's so interesting, like when they can see like, wow, I, if I just wait for responding rather than going and pushing through, yeah. it everything opens up. So can you speak a little bit about, you know, especially people in the workforce, like how do you work with your human design, knowing your type? Cool. So let me, before I do that, let me just say a little metaphor to put all these different types together, the four types, so people can sort of picture it because as people start to learn, oh, I'm this type, like what does that actually mean? I'll put it in a sort of metaphor so you know how they all come together. So the manifester is here to initiate and actually like spark things. It's 10% of the population. So let's say the metaphor is an orchestra of people. So playing instruments, there's a conductor, there's people playing. The manifester is the one who's here to get everyone together, to actually be like, you know what, let's put on a show. Let's put on a show on this date Okay, who's in? Okay, let's get everyone together. Okay, so it's like initiating. So they're the ones to initiate. So if you're a manifester, you're here to initiate ideas. And that could look like in, for example, uh, you are specifically about corporate world or business and these things. If you're here to initiate ideas, it means freedom is going to be really important for you. Maybe even working for yourself. If you've got a lot of rules, a lot of confines and you're trying to initiate and you've got a boss on top of a boss on top of a boss, you're going to feel angry, actually. There's going to be a sense of anger. And if you've discovered you're a manifester by looking it up and you hear the word anger, it's probably a common emotion for you because when you feel stopped in that initiation, it's like, I'm about to go, no, you can't do that. It's like, oh, the anger's like, ah, so this is going to be important, setting up an environment or a job where you have that freedom to, to initiate. It's going to be important. So does that make sense for manifestors in that role? That perfectly. Wow. I love the, the metaphor. It makes so much sense. Okay. Awesome. So then we could go to another type. Let's say um, the projector. So the projector is here to guide and lead and manage energy. So the world is full of energy. The world is energy and people are using energy to do certain things. Projectors, which is myself and yourself, we are very wise with how to manage that energy. So that's why you do what you do. You're very good at seeing people and being like, ah, okay, I see what you're doing. Let's let's like maybe shift that or let like release that belief or whatever specifics you do to manage their energy in a more efficient way, to transform them into themselves. So this is a projector, for example. And in this metaphor, the projector would be the conductor. So the projector is actually there listening to the rhythm, listening to the beat, and it's like, now this person plays. And then it's like, okay, but now we need a bit of something else. And then it's like, we need some drums. And now we need that. So that, that per so we're here to like manage and lead groups of teams or individuals with their energy. We're not actually there playing for hours on end. 
where they're guiding others to bring it together in that metaphor, metaphorical sense. So <clears throat> projectors are going to be the type that most likely struggles the most with work because the world is definitely not set up to support projectors. We have a lot less energy. Conductor, just doing this. So there's just less energetic output, but we have to be very wise, very tapped in, very attuned to the whole room and the frequency of the room. But it's not about us like sprinting and playing the drums and for hours on end, we'll get burnt out. So a lot of projectors do get burnt out. A lot of projectors do get adrenal fatigue and do get sick. So this is a big thing to watch for if you've found out you're a projector. You're like, ah, okay, I'm working a nine-to-five job. I'm super stressed. I'm pushing too hard. I'm forcing myself. This means that you're out of alignment and not going to be good for you as a projector. And each type, we, go, we can go a lot more deep, obviously, but this is just sort of giving as people are introduced to human design, this is uh, taking them into as much as maybe someone can absorb in the first time hearing this um, because it is a new concept and framework for a lot of people, but it's getting extremely popular. That's for sure. It sure is. It's very, it's, I'm, I'm beginning to see that pretty much yeah. everywhere. And I love how you're describing it. I have mm. full on chills. <laughs> it's like, it's so amazing the way you're describing it. So continue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So the next uh, type we can jump into is the most common type. So a lot of people who are listening now probably have this type. It's uh, generators or manifesting generators. Now, if you're a generator or manifesting generator, you mentioned this briefly before, but you're here to respond to life. So once again, let's go to this example. Uh, manifesting generators and generators have the most energy. So it's like you've got a battery pack connected to you all the time. When you sleep, it gets recharged. And if you're in alignment, you'll have a lot of energy to use. And if you want to be satisfied, if you want to be fulfilled in your life as a generator or a manifesting generator, you need to be using that energy in a way that fulfills you. So your job is very important. If you're working a job where you've got all this energy and you're just not fulfilled at all, uh, you're going to feel pretty frustrated, pretty, pretty shut down pretty withdrawn because it's like so much and it's just dull. It's that dullness getting squashed. So in this metaphor, the generators and manifesting generators are actually the ones playing the instruments. They've got the energy to play the instruments for hours on end. Now, when you're responding, what are you responding to? You're responding to life. You're responding to the conductor, the projector being like, okay, and now go. So you're just sitting there. You're excited. You're in the orchestra. You love what you do, hopefully. And it's like, respond, oh, wow, now. And then you're in. And then you're going. But it's not like you're in the orchestra and you've got so much energy and you're just like, well, I just want to play now. So then you just start playing and it's like, not yet. That's when you sort of trip over. If you're a manifesting generator, you can move a little faster. So you can 
initiate a little bit more than a generator. And it's like you've got an extra cup of coffee in your system, maybe. The manifesting generator, you, you can move a little faster, you can, you can bounce around a bit more. You're still ideally waiting to respond to life. Now, this doesn't have to be a specific person. This can be your gut response. This can be a synchronicity. This can be an emotion. But ideally, you're not just sitting at your desk being like and thinking like, okay, what's my next project? What's my next project? I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And then just that's what manifestors do. They just initiate. You're, you're listening to life still and then moving and responding into life. So you're allowing life to come with all your energy and then you're powerfully responding. That's beautiful. One of the things, also for the listeners, please check out Charlie's Instagram because you have some amazing videos there. And what drew me to you was one of the things you'd mentioned about responding, that you don't have to wait for invitations to come from other human beings, right? It's it's that sense of your gut feeling or even like the divine calling, mm. right? Like it, mm. it can be anything. It doesn't have to be because that's where when I first learned about human design, I got pretty tripped up because I was like, oh, I have to wait for someone to invite me. Yes. But even this podcast, no one invited me, but it was this calling to like do this. Yeah. And it really resonated to that. And that that is pretty unique. I have not heard other human design people talk about it, but it is so true. What you're saying is so true. Yeah. So, yeah, what you're mentioning there. So generators and manifesting generators are here to respond projectors are here to wait for the invitation and recognition so projectors are here to wait a little longer often they'll, they'll have to really get a little bit more guidance but in terms of waiting for the invitation from as you mentioned the divine or the creator or whatever word we want to use in this specific situation the more we uh in my experience, the more I've cleaned out my uh, vessel, so emotional, mental, um, spiritual, physical, the more I can become a um, receptive channel in a way to be able to, yeah, receive intuition and listen to my body as it actually starts to move in a different direction. So we've all been totally, unfortunately, disconnected from the truth the truth of all that is and that's to our original creator now our ancestors and um you know people who lived thousands of years ago in in the jungle and these things they had ways to connect and they deeply had this reverence for this creator and they would listen they would listen to nature they would listen to the elements they would listen to guidance they would listen to to the planetary alignments and all these things as signs and symbols and they would listen to their own bodies. Now, because we've been pretty disconnected from that, unfortunately, because many reasons, power, greed, ego, everyone has an ego. The ego is pretty much destroying the world at the moment. Um, religion even, you know, started pure, but then because of human ego and human nature it wants to slowly get more and more power and we get more power by disconnecting people that are under us from the truth so as we reconnect 
to ourselves and to nature and to life, we can actually start receiving invitations synchronistically or invitations from our body and like listening to our own inner guidance rather than having to wait for so long for someone to invite me as a projector that's and they, these people are, are maybe disconnected anyway and maybe I'm in an environment with people that aren't fully connected so I need to really connect to do I want an invitation from someone yeah that's great but if I get an invitation from the creator of who actually created me and this infinite intelligence that's going to be a much greater invitation and I got a big invitation to move into human design initially about six years ago when I started to do readings uh, through a dream. So that was a dream. I was in Bali. I was with a friend. Um, I was on the Gili Islands and I woke up and it was a specific dream. It's like go make a video um, about human design and that you offer readings now because I'd been studying, I'd been really diving deep, I'd been doing some courses and it was very intuitive but I didn't rush that process. And then I did it, made an eight-minute video, put it up on YouTube, and then within 24 hours there was maybe 40 sales for human design readings. And I was like, oh, that's like that's that was a good invitation through the truth rather than me waiting for someone else. But if that didn't come, then I would just keep studying, keep honing my skills, keep listening to life, and then the right timing comes. So, yeah, that was an example of how that can work. That's a beautiful example. That's amazing. Mm. And that's that, you know, I love that you shared that example because that's what being in alignment looks like. There's a flow. Yeah. It's that you allow versus forcing. And yeah. so much, so much of life has been right now about allowing versus forcing, not only for me, but this is something I actively have to bring into my clients because we're so conditioned to force. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one for everyone. Manifestors will be, will get away with it more because they are here to initiate. So like if, if you force something that could be okay, but that's only 9% of the population. So most people allowing versus forcing is huge, but allowing a lot of people have a, an idea that it's weak and then I'm not doing anything and what the hell, what am I going to do? To give you another example specifically of this with my life, maybe this was five years ago, I was creating an online program and I noticed this tension was building up in my body and me and my partner at the time we, had, we were going somewhere and I just noted this, noticed this stress. There was this time. I was like, no, I really want to finish it. But I was like, I'm coming from force here. So like, do I want to finish it in this energy or not? And it was like my shoulders were getting tight. My breath was getting more shallow. And I was like, ah, okay, I'm actually, I need to go for a walk. So I stopped. But in that moment, what I'd been trained to do all my life is when I feel that tension, to actually do more because when you do more, you're going to relieve the tension. It's not the way you're actually stuck in that karmic cycle of tension and then acting from that tension, which creates more results of tension, keeps you. So you have to break that. 
So then I stopped, went for a walk, walked 10 minutes to the beach, lied down on the sand, blue skies, clouds, started to breathe slowly. Within about three or four minutes, I was yawning and like tears were coming out of my eyes. Like all that tension was just releasing. Like I was dropping into my parasympathetic nervous system, letting go. And then about two minutes later, this idea, like this invitation came boom into my, I wasn't trying, I was just relaxing. And it was a profound idea. And I was like, wow. I sprinted home because I was so excited from a relaxed, allowing place, made one last final five-minute video, put it up, and it was like 30 times more successful than it would have been otherwise. And I did way less work. But it was like shown to me like, no, boom. And I was like, wow, I wouldn't have got there if I was trying to think about that myself because that wasn't my idea. And that was when I allowed myself to open to allow and then trust and then receive that. So, yeah, allowing, if I'd forced, it would have been totally different. I, I, I love that example. And I am so enjoying this conversation. And I really hope all the listeners are as well, because this is such a valuable nugget you shared there, Charlie, about mm. allowing mm. how much how much of our life we go through forcing. Yeah. And it's all conditioning. It's how it's we're all. being trained yeah. to do. That's such yeah. a beautiful example. And I love the visual. I'm such a visual person. I can literally see you lying on the beach. and the I even saw myself there for a couple of seconds. I was like, I'll allow, I'll allow myself to be there for a few seconds. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying this conversation as well. But I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, distinctly, that was a profound moment. As in like, it was like, oh, so obvious. Got it. And yeah. then from that moment, every day I'd be catching myself. And I'd be breaking that pattern. That's amazing. And I hope everyone who's listening really takes that information in mm. about breaking that pattern of forcing versus allowing. We yeah. all have examples of that yeah. in our own lives. And so that's beautiful. Yeah. Can we talk a minute about reflectors? I know we didn't talk yes. on them. So let's go back to the metaphor. So reflectors... Sometimes they're left out a little bit um, because they're like about 1% of the population. So if there's 100 people listening to this podcast, maybe one person will be a reflector. So if you are, you're a unique, special being here to reflect your environment. Now, going back to the metaphor, where would the reflector be? We've got the people initiating, actually putting it together. We've got the um, conductor. We've got the actual instrumentalists like who else is there well there's the person actually in the audience watching everything taking everything in reflecting everything back to actually receive the experience and then if the invitation's there they can actually share oh like wow like the tune of that was amazing but like this is a little off they're taking in the whole environment they're very open and sensitive to the whole environment. If you look at a chart of a reflector, uh, you'll see that every centre out of the nine centres is open. So everyone is white. So that's a very rare type. So the reflector um, is also here to have a pretty strong connection to the lunar cycle as well, so the moon. 
So it's a, so it's a receptive, it's a feminine energy. Any big decisions in your life as a reflector, ideally you do wait. Yeah, that lunar cycle because you go through a whole every day you're going to almost become a slightly different person as the moon moves around it's activating different gates and you're just going to be so you want to experience yourself fully to be like do i want to marry this person do i want to move locations do i want to buy this house because it might be on one day it's like yes but then you go through and you're like oh it's actually definitely a no um so yeah, if you're not waiting as a reflector, if you're not in the best environment, you'll feel the the emotion that you'll probably feel is that disappointment. They'll just be, it's like you're watching the orchestra and you're in an environment that they're really not synced up and you're just like, oh, hmm, that was a bit disappointing. But anyway, maybe I could give them some feedback if they're open, but if not. Um, so yeah, it's a unique energy as a reflector. And often... The environment is huge, so you reflect back your environment. So if you're in a job where people are negative, like, you know, there's different workplaces, some are amazing, some are really not that amazing. So if you're in an environment that's not, you're going to feel disappointed, stuck, and you're going to reflect back that negativity. You're like a sponge. You're going to take it on. It's not going to be supportive. So if you can, just get yourself into a positive environment and then see who you be, you can really become. Oh, that's such a beautiful analogy. I love that. It's This is so helpful. I'm curious. So, so what I'm getting from this, Charlie, is that you're inviting people to slow down and tune in and see what is there, what is, first of all, what what how do they work with their own strategy? And then also being very tuned in to the environment in, in some ways so they can work with that rather than against it. Yeah, slowing down is um, absolutely vital. It sounds very obvious, but our world has been set up in the last, even in the last 60 years, to speed up a hundredfold, maybe a millionfold with our technology and everything. If we're not having to, if we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to slow down, this energy and this frequency that has been created through consumerism and trying to be successful and money, all these things, it's just going to run us over like a bulldozer. And we're not going to know what hit us. 30 years later, we're going to look back and go, whoa, I'm dazed from that stuff. So every day we need to take responsibility to pause, to slow down, and notice, when am I in that energy? When am I in that stress energy? Because when you're in that, you're in your sympathetic nervous system. Anything you do or say from that space is going to bring more of that energy towards you. So if you're like, oh, I've done it money. i got to like create this business. I gotta, I'm, I'm stressed, but i got to do it because I'm, I'm losing. You're going to create a business that is going to be pretty stressful because that's the seed that you've just seeded in. So you have to at least take five minutes to pause before creating that business before and just make sure, okay, my breath is deep. I'm feeling, I'm listening to life. I'm at least somewhat connected. And I know, yes, there's stressful things happening, but I've centered myself. Let me create from that space. The results you're going to get are going to be a thousand fold. 
I, that is so brilliant and so important what you're saying about watching your energy because that's the energy going out. And that's exactly what you were saying, like when you were finding yourself getting that pressure, right? Yeah. That is the energy that would have gone out if you hadn't paused and taken a taken a step back. And exactly what you're saying is everyone do that, no matter what type you are, just watch your energy because that's the energy going out. Exactly. Every type will have a different reason why to do that and maybe a different importance on why to do that. But that's for everyone, no matter what type you are in human design. Um, also, if you go deeper into human design, you can understand that there's different centers that are energetic centers. So you can actually know how much inherent energy I was born with. Of course, if you're eating healthy foods, you're in a good environment, you're in healthy relationships, that's going to feed it as well. But it's good to know, ah, I don't have that much energy or I have a lot. Cool. What job? actually like if i'm a generator or a manifesting generator i want to be using energy so if i'm at a desk all day well i need to be going to the gym like i need to be using my energy otherwise i'm going to go up in my head and i'm going to get stressed if i'm a projector with one energetic center and if new listeners are listening it doesn't matter if you don't exactly know what i'm talking about but the human design system just offers so many um, insights as to how to work with your own energy each person has a specific preferred environment that they work in for example if you it's different now because it's 2021 and not many people are working in offices but let's say everyone was working in offices some places have open office plan plans some places have um like closed like i'm in my own office i shut the door some people prefer like there's different environments for example mine is caves so there's different characteristics about what each preferred environment is. But I had a business, uh, yeah, maybe six years ago or something for a few years that I created. And we had a smoothie shop. We had a smoothie van. We would go to festivals, um, sell these superfood smoothies and things. And then we also had an office because we did juice cleanses and different things. Now, the, the office was open and we had often like eight or nine people in there at a time. And I would have a desk like sort of in the corner, but it was open. So I'd be able to hear everyone. Anyone could talk to me. It was the hardest thing for me to settle into because I need a cave. Whereas other people, they'd be like, oh, this is so stimulating, this is so creative. I love this. And I'd looked and they're like, yeah, well, you're a different environment as me. So I actually had a sign up behind me. Do not disturb me. Like, big letters because I'm like, I need to like somehow energetically create some cave and I have earplugs in. Like I was like doing my best to like just get some work done. Um, so now I'm in, right now I'm in a cave pretty much. I'm in a small office room, which is mine at my place. And it's like I shut the door and it's just like my area. But other people, they're different. But this is important to know as well. Do you work better with people stimulated? And you might feel it. But it's like getting that clarity on like, oh, wow, I really need this. This is my body and my mind, how they were built to function. If I'm doing the opposite of that, I'm probably at 20% of my potential. How am I going to get a raise? How am I going to live successfully? How am I going to feel fulfilled if I'm just in the total wrong environment? So all these things are super important. And you can find these out in a human design reading, um, which we do offer. 
um, at the projector movement, so my business, um, and we'll put a link below somewhere as well. But yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely link up all your information because uh, you know if you if for the listeners if they have if you haven't gotten a human design reading, it is so worth it. It's hundred percent worth it because you can understand so much of how you function. You know what I also found very valuable is I have two young kids. Mm. Knowing their type has been extraordinarily helpful. I have a projector daughter and a generator son, and so. I have to work with them very differently. Yeah. My my generator son literally cannot hear me unless I sometimes have to go tap him. Like he can't. Like and in other environments somebody would have been like you're ignoring me. Like why can't you? But I know he can't. His his type is like that. Yeah. But the moment I tap him he's like, "Yeah, yeah, well, mama." You know, it's so interesting. Like these things yeah. have been extraordinarily valuable. So just knowing your type and and it's confusing. I have to say, like if you don't get a human design reading, it's confusing looking at all the data. So definitely, um, and we'll look. We'll you you have um, a website where they can find you as well, or how will yeah, they? Yeah, the website is. Um, I have a website specifically for projectors. So if you are a projector, we have trainings, courses, um, rewiring the nervous system, deconditioning, coming back to yourself in business relationships, all these things. In terms of a human design reading, yeah. that's for anyone. So any type can get a reading. And the website that we'll link is projectormovement.com. Perfect. Great. I'll look it up in the hook it up in the show notes as well. Awesome. Um, and you know, before we, we we wrap up, in your retreats, I'm sure do do you work with all kinds of people or just with projectors in your retreats? We it's it's interesting. Often it's projectors, but it's every type. But often about 70% of people drawn to the work will be projectors. A lot of projectors, because of our sensitivity and because of our lower energetic capabilities, often it's like we can get sick. So we often get pushed into the personal development world to try and be like, well, it's not really working, this, this world over here let me find somewhere else. So I used to be a health coach and I would be working with people specifically on health, physical health issues. And they didn't know anything about human design. I wasn't really talking about human design, but maybe 80 or 90% of people were projectors who would come. I would just do it in the background, just check, okay, just so I could work out what's best for them. You also get your preferred digestive system so you know how to actually work with food and introduce this into the system in the best way. So I would just do that in the background, but I'd be fascinated being like, wow, there's a lot of projectors who are needing support in this current world. But every type is is looking to find more support. This world has got a little fast-paced for our, uh, you know, our natural rhythm, unfortunately. But I feel like it's it's shifting. I feel like so many people are doing beautiful work, doing healing work, starting to wake up. Um, so, yeah, it's a fascinating time to it be is. alive. It is. It's an amazing, it's really amazing time to be alive. Yeah. If you had asked me that 10 years ago or 20 years ago, I'd have been like, no, it is not a good time to be alive. I can't deal with it. <laughs> yeah. 
But that's what doing this work and finding my type has really showed me like, wow, okay, it's okay. Today, I just rested. I didn't do anything. I sat and watched a movie for some time. I was fine. Like, I would have yeah. never let myself do things like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> do you have any final words um, for the listeners, Charlie? No, hopefully you've just downloaded your chart and you see what type you are. That's the most important aspect to go from there and then you can also see you'll see maybe there'll be another line underneath which is your authority um so that's another thing that can be good to research those two things and then if you're wanting to know to go deeper and get your whole because yeah there's there's thousands of aspects that come together into a chart it's like your soul it's like your blueprint so it's obviously going to be quite complex especially when you just look at it for the first time so if you are wanting a personal reading then that's that's an option and for projectors if they want to do a training or a course um, that's an option as well but the main thing is as we touched on for me the biggest transformational thing that I've done is really just began to slow down and notice when I'm in my fight or flight sympathetic system and like what energy am I coming from I've I've always had either like my own business or coaching or different things. And especially when you start something like that, it's like so easy to feel that fear and that pressure to, because you've got pressure from others. Oh, are you going to be successful? What are you going to do here? Oh, like all this stuff like coming at you. Yeah, to, to step out of the mold of what everyone thinks is normal which really isn't normal, it's just what the world assumes is, it does take a bit of courage and, and strength. But while you do that, just work with courage and strength in an allowing way. Make sure that you're actually pausing and the power that will come through you will be so from such a deeper rooted place rather than the mind trying to scatter energy out and trying to get and trying to succeed. Life is just like, yeah, no, bad luck, wrong energy, try again. <laughs> that is such amazing words of wisdom. It is so needed right now. And also when, when we drop the struggle, yeah. everything shifts. And that's what yeah. you're inviting people to do, to drop the struggle. I would highly recommend to get a reading with you, Charlie. I mm. would really, I think it's so valuable. It would make a it changes your life course yeah when you understand yourself in a deeper way so yeah. yes totally okay thank you so much as well i've really uh, really enjoyed speaking to you and as i said before the call i feel like you've got a beautiful energy so i'm sure you're supporting many people in a in a powerful way oh thank you thank you so much thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and I will link up the show notes in the show notes and hopefully people will get in touch with you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Padma. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, 
Please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at Padma Ali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 